0: The Gospel this morning is from Matthew, the 28th chapter. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. and indeed is going ahead of you to Galilee, there you will see him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said, Greetings, and they came to him, took hold of his feet and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. The Gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Grace and peace to you in the name of our risen Savior, Jesus. Think about last Easter. Do you remember who you were with, where you celebrated? Do you remember what was in the sermon or on the menu, what the conversation was at the table? Can you remember? I can't. I'm sure I was here at church, and then I'm sure we went to my parents' house, but there are no details that jump out. It was a holiday, but it was also a normal day, one with its own rhythm that I had grown comfortable with, a rhythm to the day that has made all the Easter's of years past blur together in a pastel haze. Is it like that for you, too? I think Easter is something that we've grown to expect we figured out how to seamlessly weave it into the lives that we lead rather than letting it lead us into life. Easter and the resurrection, it proclaims, has become like the tulip bulb we plant in the fall. Sure, it's nice to see the new life rising from the ground in the spring, but we always knew. It was coming. Well, not this Easter. None of us could have anticipated that you would be gathered by yourselves or with your immediate family only in your living rooms or kitchens or wherever you're cooped up today, attending church through the internet, unable to get a table at your favorite place for Easter brunch, all while a virus from which none of us have immunity, spreads quickly across the globe. There is nothing seamless about this Easter, and we are thrown off our rhythm. And that makes us like the characters from today's gospel. The male disciples, they don't even make it into the reading today, They are holed up, unable to leave their house for fear of the consequences. But Mary and Mary, these faithful women, they risk catching the contagion of shame by going to the grave of a man executed by those in power to do the essential work of anointing his body. And perhaps... Because we find ourselves a little closer to the characters, we are able to experience resurrection for what it is. Not a tulip quietly rising from the ground like we planned, but an earthquake we never expected. There it is, right in the text, a detail I'd never given thought to until this year. When the stone is rolled away, the whole earth shakes. Resurrection is an earthquake, striking unpredictably, shaking everything to its foundations, disorienting and terrifying us. And in this earthquake of resurrection, God is shaking us loose, from the forces of sin and death that have bound us in their chains. Look at what this quake does. The guards, these representatives of the ways of greed and power grabbing and fear and violence and revenge, the forces that killed Jesus, these guards are thrown down and become, as the text says, like dead men. And the stone that tried to keep Jesus, God's love for us, locked up and hidden away, it is rolled back. Can you feel the earth shaking today? Yes, our lives are wobbling off their regular course through this pandemic. But I wonder if we can also feel the quake of resurrection shaking us loose from the hold of death. There is so much to be shaken loose from. If nothing else, this pandemic has laid bare the reality that those same forces that killed Jesus still wield power in our society today. We are finding that you can't shelter in place if you don't have shelter to begin with. We are seeing that our heroes aren't just the doctors and nurses, but the undervalued, minimum wage workers who stock grocery store shelves and deliver food to our homes. We are questioning the narrative that we have a strong uh, economy when we witness millions of children who depend on their schools for their meals, and the millions of families that needed to turn to food shelves after missing just one paycheck. We are weeping when we see that though this virus can infect anyone, racial inequity has made it so that Black and Latino and Native American people are suffering far worse health outcomes. And all of us are realizing the unhealthy hold that this perceived need to be busy and productive and positive has over us. As we find ourselves feeling like we should be able to do our jobs better, or at least clean our house or keep the weight off, or we find ourselves feeling guilty about feeling sad because some other people have it worse, like this is some sort of competition. But these ways of thinking and of living, they are not from God. They are not fixed for all time, and they do not and will not stand up to the seismic waves of resurrection. The earthquake of resurrection casts them to the ground like dead men, and we can leave them behind. We have an invitation to live together differently here, and follow the risen Christ into new, abundant life. An invitation we can hear more clearly and urgently this Easter. And if you can hear this invitation, if you can feel the earthquake of resurrection trembling in our world, Perhaps you can also hear the angel speaking to you the same words he shared with the women. Do not be afraid. See, we need courage on Easter. Yes, Jesus brings us new life, but there's a paradox to it. Because new life starts by looking in the tomb— We learn this from watching the women. They hear the news that Jesus is risen, and immediately they turn to the place where he lay. They must face the thing that they fear. They look to the place of hopelessness and pain, to the place where the forces that killed Jesus seem most powerful. Do you know where the tomb is in your life? I know for many of you, this past month has been really tough. You've lost your jobs. You've had your mental illnesses flare up. You've listened to your children ask questions that you don't have the answers to. You've prayed as your friends and family have gotten sick with this new coronavirus, some needing hospitalization, some even dying. But for many of you, the tomb isn't related even to COVID-19. You were struggling before this. You knew death. You were weighed down by grief or addiction or aging or family strife. You know what causes you fear. You know the place of hopelessness and pain. You know where your tomb is. But do not be afraid, join the women and look inside. The earth is shaking, for God is doing a new thing, and just like the women, you will find that your tomb is empty. And this is not to say that the quake of resurrection is a magic wand that just makes it all better. Grief is real. Fear is real. The women, it says, greeted the resurrection with great joy and fear. And so we ought to see grief and fear as part of our faith, rather than a lack of it. But when we look in the tomb after it's been cracked open by the resurrection earthquake, we find that as real as grief and fear and death are, as real as their power seems— They are just not as real as life. Yes, it's a tomb, but God has made it empty. God's new life in Jesus is the most real thing there is. Death cannot hold it. It always bursts forth, shaking the earth and setting out to find us and raise us up. It goes ahead of us to find us in our weeping and fear. It finds us when we cannot leave our house. It finds us though we feel uncertain about the future. It quakes its way into our lives. And before we can ask or imagine, God empties all our tombs. And where there should be fear, you find courage. Where there should be despair, you find hope. Where there should be death, you find life, new, risen life in Christ, and you can never be prepared for that. So shake us loose, Jesus. In the tremors of our world right now, let your grace shake off the chains of death and injustice so we can walk together in newness of life, Let us join the women, looking in places that death no longer controls, and then running, stupefied, to proclaim life to whoever will listen. For today, we receive and bear news that rattles the world, news that throws us off our rhythm, news that casts down death and shakes us loose from the ways of sin. News that gives us new life. Jesus Christ is risen, and we too shall arise. Give God the glory. Alleluia. Amen.